This is Sticks and Stones and Stories. There was once an old woman named Nana Barlow who lived in a little house with her tabby cat, Mrs. Pipkin. It wasn't a very big house, but it didn't need to be, with only Nana Barlow and Mrs. Pipkin to fill it. In fact, it was just the right size. It was perfectly lovely, as Nana Barlow liked to say. Nana Barlow would be rocking in her chair by the fire, as she said this, with Mrs. Pipkin curled up in her lap. And Mrs. Pipkin would always meow in agreement. But one winter's morning, when Nana Barlow got out of bed to start a new fire to warm the house, she found a little field mouse sitting by the hearth. Meow, said Mrs. Pipkin when she spied the intruder. Mice don't belong in the house. But I'm just a little field mouse, the little field mouse said to Nana Barlow. I'm so small. If you let me stay, you'll hardly notice me at all. Well, it is true, Nana Barlow said. You are very small. Meow, 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 said Mrs. Pipkin. Oh, Mrs. Pipkin, said Nana Barlow, let's not be rude. Surely we can make room for one little field mouse. And so the little mouse stayed. But the very next morning, when Nana Barlow got up to make the fire, there was the little field mouse, plus five of its little friends. Oh, I knew you wouldn't mind, the first field mouse said, twitching its whiskers. After all, we're so very small. Mrs. Pipkin was not happy when she saw those extra mice. Meow, 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 she said to Nana Barlow. Mice do not belong in the house. Oh, Mrs. Pipkin, said Nana Barlow, what's a few field mice? I'm sure we won't even notice them, they're so little. But Mrs. Pipkin did notice them. With all their squeaking and scurrying and leaving crumbs all over the house. Poor Mrs. Pipkin, field mice are very messy creatures. And Mrs. Pipkin prided herself on being a very tidy cat. Well, the next morning when Nana Barlow woke up, there weren't just a few field mice by the hearth. There were field mice everywhere. They were on her bed and under her bed. They were on the table and in the bookshelves and on just about every space in between. In fact, the only space that wasn't occupied by field mice was Nana Barlow's rocking chair. I knew you wouldn't mind, the first field mouse said to Nana Barlow. It's just a few of my family members, after all. Nana Barlow looked around the crowded house. A few of your family members, she said. Oh, yes, said the little field mouse. These are just my aunts and uncles and cousins from my mother's side of the family. My father's side is twice the size. But don't worry. We're just little field mice. We hardly take up any space. You won't notice us at all. Nana Barlow did not look quite as convinced as before. Well, 
I suppose it's all right, as long as there's still a place for me in my rocking chair. And Mrs. Pipkin? Oh, poor Mrs. Pipkin had given up entirely. She was hiding under the bed and would not come out. That night, Nana Barlow didn't sleep a wink, and neither did poor Mrs. Pipkin. The field mice had decided to have a party, and they'd invited every dormouse, field mouse, and house mouse for miles. By the time the clock struck one, which is very late indeed, Nana Barlow's cozy little house was filled to the rafters with twitching whiskers. And that's when Nana Barlow sat up in her bed. "'Enough!' she thundered. "'You have overstayed your welcome. It's time for you to leave.' But the mice didn't even hear Nana Barlow. They were too busy skittering up the walls and scampering across the ceiling and getting into all kinds of places they didn't belong. "'Oh, Mrs. Pipkin, you were right,' said Nana Barlow. "'Mice do not make good guests. They do not belong in the house. You know what to do.' Well, Mrs. Pipkin certainly did know what to do. With a great yowl, Nana Barlow's tabby cat came out from under the bed. She leapt this way and that way. She flexed her paws and swung her tail until every last mouse had scampered out the door or the windows or even up the chimney. And when the last mouse had disappeared into the night, Mrs. Pipkin hopped up onto Nana Barlow's bed and they both fell fast asleep. Oh, the house was a disaster when they woke up the next morning. But it didn't take long for Nana Barlow to put it right. And when everything was neat and tidy and back in its place, Nana Barlow poured herself a cup of tea and sat down in her rocking chair with Mrs. Pipkin in her lap. Ah, <sighs> isn't it perfectly lovely, said Nana Barlow. And to that, Mrs. Pipkin said, Meow! Sticks and Stones and Stories is written, narrated, and produced by Rachel Dunstan Muller. Find out more at racheldunstanmuller.com.